And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes our guest. He's a comedian whose general vibe can be described as strip club cosmopolitan. It's David Huntsberger. And she's a comedian you can catch spontaneously performing her girls' night at the local grocery store. It's Renee Colvert. Chef Jeff is here to show you how to prepare a romantic comedy dinner by making your potatoes light and fluffy and your meat cute. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the Love Bus. Say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little honey butter chicken biscuits. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. Thank you for that carb, which, oh, biscuits. It is carb-based. Mm. Uh, that came in via Patreon, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen from Jamie Brown. And I try not to repeat too often, and I checked the spreadsheet that a listener, an amazing listener, has uh, decided to be my carb czar. And every week she sends me an updated spreadsheet with who, what, with the carb and the person and the date. Wow. I need fantastic. her to reach her tentacles into more areas of my, I'm not saying she has tentacles, she has arms, but I'm just saying I need this in more areas of my life. So thank you, Jess Flowers. Thank you, Jimmy Brown. Thank you, Patreon people. Thank you, non-Patreon people. I would like to say hello to my guests. And Daniel, I noticed that you put your finger up as if to say something. Don't worry. You'll get your chance. You'll get to me? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hello and welcome well, back. this is Allison's show. <laughs> oh, thanks. Hello and welcome back, David Huntsberger. Hello. Good to be back. Did you get a slight haircut? No, it started going backwards. Oh, no. <laughs> he needed it's, the energy. It's devolving. <laughs> yeah. I, my brain was like, get back here. I need it. <laughs> it's interesting. It's it's got it has gotten to the length where now it is growing back towards your head. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> that's the trick. It's taking a U turn. <laughs> Hello, Renee. Hello. We have follicle news Listen, to discuss. It's a big hair day. It really is. David, yeah. me, you, Daniel, you're up next. You want to talk just, about your hair? No. <laughs> hey, Daniel. Welcome. Stay focused on your hair. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thanks. What did you want to say? Oh, well, now that it's five minutes later, I was going to say, if there are any octopus listening to the show, please let us know. Yes. <laughs> See? See, well worth the wait. Definitely worth it. Hello, Jeff. Hi, Allison. We can talk about my hair. How do you feel about it? It drives me crazy. I get a lot of that. <laughs> that was pulled from the Monday episode this week, which is my solo episode, right? Good call, yes. Was that me talking about bras? Because <laughs> I know that, like... Near the end of the episode, I thought, I'm really heating up now because... It drives me crazy. <laughs> I kept it together, but then near the end, something was really... Whatever I was talking about, I was talking about how it was really bothering me. And I'm like, I'm really letting my... Speaking of hair, I'm really letting my hair down now. I hope people have made it to this this far because now you're getting the real me. It Before drives you, me crazy. <laughs> Before you were getting nice, Allison. Right. Restrained. Now, Hedida, I want to envision that you're taking off your jacket, you're starting to stand up, you're walking around the room. What is it like recording with just you? How much do you want to keep that image of me? Because it's, <laughs> it's, it's much like what you see now. Right. However, it's earlier in the day. Okay. There, I'm wearing no makeup. 
and I'm wearing pajama pants, a t-shirt, and uh, a hoodie, which I only wear because it has pockets and I can stick my phone in it because if Elliot sees my phone, it's over. Right. So now I've got a... Every time I've come over during the day, you always have like... Kleenex boxes on your feet, mm-hmm. and you're smoking. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. My hair's in rollers. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the uh-huh. jar of yarn urine in each hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, I like to offer one to guests. David yeah. turned it down, Polite. which I thought was... Apologies. Yeah. <laughs> but now, is that because you didn't want any, or is that... Absolutely be- not. It, you did want it. Of course I did. Okay, I yeah. for that. Because it's like the thing where someone offers you a drink, and you say, no, but you really want it. Mm-hmm. I... I would have been fine with you taking a jar of my urine. I can make more. <laughs> I didn't like the jar. It oh. wasn't the urine. It what? just seemed a little, um, you know, uh, unsanitary the way it was. Uh, a mayonnaise jar? Yeah. I don't like when the labels are there. I need mm-hmm. to see the, the clarity. Yes. Yes. I uh, swirl around the urine, get a little <laughs> in the light. Right. Do you, do you, like, do you take a sip and then spit it out? Never like a, spit like a out wine urine. tasting? Okay. That's rule one. <laughs> Never spit it out. It's rude. It's That's very rude. rude. Yeah. And I know sometimes in wine, they'll have that bucket where you will not yeah. find that in any uh, urine aficionado's home. Mm. No buckets, no spitting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. What's your take on straws? I'm not opposed to them. Bindi? Twisting? Well, I mean, straws are straws. That's that's another thing. People frown upon any sort of novelties within the straw community, but people that are real heavy into straw, any straw is a straw. <laughs> straws are straws. Okay. Daniel had um, a set of, it wasn't really a set, it was just one, but it was like a pair of glasses that said 2015, 16, the 17, best. 14. Mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. what it was, but you, mm-hmm. you drank your drink or urine in, in our case. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then it swirled up and went around his head. Yep. Yeah, what the, happened to those? I don't know. I think they took up too much space to continue living in our apartment, which is weird because it's not like we run a tight ship here. <laughs> like everything <laughs> is in our apartment. You know what I was thinking about? Mm. Just to keep it on the uh, urine level for just one more moment. Mm-hmm. Why is it a pair of underwear? Like that syntactically is weird. Yeah. I understand a pair. I understand a pair of pants, but you wouldn't say a pair of pants. Yeah, right. I don't. Just, I don't refer to them ear. as pair ever. I just say I need new underwear or underpants. I never say I'm, I'm going to get a new pair. Oh, I've just shat myself getting a new pair. <laughs> I just say, oh, something bad happened. Getting new underpants. It's a okay. good question because pants is plural, mm-hmm. but you're talking about one pants. Yeah. And trousers plural. When yeah. the hell's that come from? Yeah. Mine's everything on the leg. Maybe they yeah. used to Leggings. sell them by the leg. That could be. You know, back yeah. in the days when people didn't have as much money, it'd be mm-hmm. like, I can only afford one leg at a time. Yeah. <laughs> right. And it's not a pair of bra, but that, does, that, that doesn't really factor. That's neither here nor there. Well, no, you have two boobs. Yeah, put a pair yeah. in that bra. <laughs> that's that's <what> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a new slogan. Listen, yeah. I think I don't know if we know our bra companies, but email them immediately with that new slogan because that's great. <laughs> I like your new model. <laughs> Does it fit a pair? <laughs> Put a pair in there. Anyway, I think what I was saying drives me crazy. I think just was I think maybe I was talking about uh, when I was a kid and my mom would put me in layers if the seams didn't line up like just in just I was thinking about it today as well just general physical discomfort all the time like drives me crazy I'm pretty much uncomfortable in my own skin 100% of the time does anyone relate because I think that this I think it's extreme and I was trying to think like when do I feel Renee the look of 
of compassion but also concern you're giving me is so nice i know i what i see happening right now is you're like trying so hard to relate right. <laughs> it's so sweet well I, I, there are outfits i can wear that i am comfortable in do mm. you have that i was trying to think today what would be like a real comfortable outfit and i think as much as i on on the show i went into this a little bit as much as i'm like bras can go fuck themselves i think an out like what i was trying to think of like what's a situation where if i had to spring into action i could do it quickly right because most of the time it's like if i have to spring into action i just feel like stuff's falling off of me and getting in my way and i'm wear dangly layers and i don't know uh i think it would be like a an actual actually a tight-fitting bra yeah yep it's, I agree. Completely. Even though I never would, cho- I'm not going to choose that. Uh-huh. But if I have to spring into action, it's a good like a sports a, bra. No, just a, if I'm running, I'm not going to yeah. make people uncomfortable looking oh, at sure. me. Right, and yeah. then it's a pair of pants that fits well, and I don't know that I have one of those anymore. And then it's probably a t-shirt, and it's also tennis shoes. It's not any of the other shoes that I wear all the time because none of them allow me to spring in. I think I need to like get some yoga clothes or something. Allison, that's my exact comfy outfit. What we is it? The same one. It's the same thing. <laughs> uh, sneakers have to be on yeah. a bra, uh, jeans that are comfortable, right. and then a loose fitting shirt. Yeah. And then I'm happy. Do you guys have this at all? Do you Same. have... Yep. <laughs> <laughs> tight bra, tight jeans. Sure. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I pretty much wear what makes me comfortable. I have like an old pair of pants that I cut off into these raggedy last boys kind of shorts <laughs> and this equally ratty hoodie. I could wear that 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. And like, especially if I'm screen printing or doing things where like, yeah, I can make a mess here. That's, I always want to be in that and other times as well. And I'll walk, I like take my dog for a walk in that. And then not like I ever get weird looks, but sometimes I'll get back and be like, oh, I probably should have cared a little more. I, I bet <laughs> yep. people were like, what is going on with this drifter in our neighborhood? Oh, I, in your neighborhood, do you think they're thinking that? <laughs> <laughs> And no. I can say that because none of the listeners have seen your neighborhood. No, you have. You've been there. You've mm-hmm. seen. People doubted it when I said it was quite a scene. I have a neighbor who uh, I'll run into it, not even that late at night, 8.30, but it's dark out, and he'll just be getting something out of his car, just in his boxers, <laughs> and he's an older Korean gentleman with, um, he doesn't speak perfect English. And I, this, I think probably mid-December was the first time I saw that, and he just, I think he was pretty drunk, but he just laughed with <laughs> Happy New Year! And just went in his house. That was his gift to you. Yeah, I was just like, I like that. I'm not, I don't care what you're doing. I, yeah. I'm not going to be like, oh, put on clothes. And so I like to think that other people are the kind of the same way. But it's all on you. It's all you thinking. Like, oh my god, the neighbor saw me in my my underwear. And I 100 percent like, of the time when I not I don't know why I used 100 percent of no I know why 100 percent of the time I take Wendy out. You know what? The math's not going to work here. <laughs> Frequently when I take Wendy out, I don't put on a bra. I just put on something over it, uh, over it being the pair. (laughs) (laughs) And just hope that I don't have to do a lot of moving around. I don't know why putting on the bra feels like I just, it's just a step too far. Bra and sunscreen, it's, I may as well just, what am I performing? <laughs> what do you call those things that like mechanics wear? It's just like a one piece. Oh yeah, coveralls. Coveralls. I yeah. need that. That's what, I, this is part of why I like winter when I can put on a winter coat and just go out. But anyway, a hundred percent of the time that I, this is where the math comes in. hundred percent of the time that I do that, I come back in feeling like l- pretty 
bad about myself really? and, and sort of apologize. Like, sorry that I'm now that person just blobbing around. Now, hmm. is it dependent on an interaction with a neighbor? Or no. It's a, oh my God. A no, quick there's look no, in the mirror. No, okay. it's it's none of that. It's just if a car drives by, I like do this. <laughs> I do this. This is a to quote myself, visual. <laughs> I do this thing where, oh no, oftentimes I'll like cross my arms trying to cover up the boob area. And by the way, I have I'm a pretty small chest, but I still feel uncomfortable. Or I'll like hold my shirt away from me in this weird way. I'm looking like a real weirdo. Just walking down the street holding your shirt <laughs> yes, away as if like your chest just farted. <laughs> <laughs> that actually, here's something I've never ever talked about um, on the show and possibly not even in life. So I think it was around eighth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade that people started wearing bras. And I always wanted to be older. I wanted my period. I wanted to wear makeup. I wanted, but I hadn't thought it through. And I, and I think. I might have even mentioned this on the solo show. I think I did. Um, it drives me crazy. <laughs> yeah. That then when I got my period, I, I somehow didn't realize like, this is not just a drop in your underwear that means you're a woman. This is something you deal with for multiple days on end. Yeah. And like every month, if things go the way they're supposed to. Uh, and I just couldn't, I couldn't handle it. I could not deal. I couldn't figure out it. I could go on about that. Um, listen to the Monday <laughs> show. But anyway, I also wanted to wear bras and all that. And then as soon as I got one on, I'm like, I can't stand this. This is very uncomfortable. Yep. I shan't be wearing this because <laughs> I'll, I'll want to rip my hair out. So I didn't wear one. And I went to a school where you, where you had to wear a uniform and it was a white polo shirt. So I remember, and, and again, there was nothing that needed to be in a bra really, except that all the other girls were wearing them. So I remember standing outside the art room holding my shirt away from my body like my breasts had farted in that way you're talking about like hoping that it just wouldn't be clear what i was doing did this happen or was this an episode of facts of life <laughs> no this really happened okay. i it would 100 percent happen and i remember i would in gym class i would change really fast because i didn't want them to see that i wasn't wearing a bra yet look at that i had forgotten what a big deal bras were yeah. i uh took dance as a kiddo uh now listen i it was time for me to get a bra before it was anybody else so i would go into dance my mom would be like you have to you're making people uncomfortable please wear it you're Nobody, seven it's just very awkward <laughs> exactly so it would go in and nobody else was wearing it and i would get so paranoid about it that i would leave take it off and then come back in and my poor teacher was like go back out and put it back on that's like i should have i should have just come by and scooped it up <laughs> what a team we would have yeah. been i had forgotten that was such a big deal it really is yeah, they yeah, don't yeah. i know people the person I'm thinking of has a large chest and she feels more comfortable in a bra than not. Like she would sleep in one. They even have sleep bras. Yeah. This is so anathema to me. I am much less comfortable in one than not in one. I what about this. you, Renee? Yeah, constantly. I never take it off. It's very bizarre. I don't know where that... <laughs> I have a irrational fear of earthquakes here. So I just always want to be ready. So I think that's where it started sleeping in it. So you wait. You sleep in a bra because what if there's an earthquake? I'm gonna run out there, and everybody's gonna be like, "Well, you weren't ready for this." Oh my god! I know. I my know. girlfriend has similar fears. Like, what will people think? <laughs> like, having to be ready at all. People will just be sitting there in our home dog. watching television and just a knock at the door. Sometimes they even say like FedEx, which means they're leaving. Yeah, and she'll just like sprint <laughs> into the bedroom. <laughs> How am I going to open the door for three <laughs> seconds and accept a package? And I feel like... Does she sprint in there to put on her bra? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Or just to be out of sight. Like, yeah. I read this article where this girl's like, I I'm going to try for a month, no bra, see what happens. Mostly it was like innocuous, but this guy 
she said at one point, like getting on a subway or something, a guy just looked like, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, is that, because I think of the 60s and like burning bras. Yeah. And, like, is that appealing now? Yeah. Is it the patriarchy? Because it must be. I think women with bigger chests also worry about like the the weight gravity and the gravity mm-hmm. in the skin and so keeping that from happening it really too. is a comfortability because when i think about it i just don't like to be without it and then i don't know why i always think i'm gonna have to break out into a run like a fast one mm-hmm. yeah uh, and so i want to be prepared for that mm. as well but didn't they do a study like in france that yes uh, debunking right debunking the, the idea that bras prevent sagging yeah yeah yeah, they don't, right? Mm. I know. Just, well, according to this, according to France, they don't. I know that Sarah Silverman said uh, that her mom never wore a bra. Like huh. she posted this on Instagram a while ago, and I thought that's me one day. Yeah. I think it's so punk rock, and I don't know. It shouldn't be. It should just be being a human. But I think when someone's like, "This is how I. This is yeah. how I'm on the planet. Deal with it." I wish I thought <laughs> it looked good, though. That's the thing. Yeah. Is that it? Just to me, it's not a. It's. I can't. I can get behind the feel of it, but the look, I, I'm, I'm never like, yeah, that looks better. <laughs> <laughs> what if you see it happening? You see a pair out in the wild. Well, but because the, a woman who can rock the bra, braless look has like tiny perky boobs, always. Yeah, or big perky boobs, but there's a perk factor. <laughs> there's a perk factor that I'm missing. Oh, I see. I think okay. so. Uh, Renee, let's get back to the fact yes. that you sleep in a bra. Is yes. this a different bra than a daytime bra? No, for- just the regular one. Oh my god! I know. I know. How do you do this? I don't know how. It you honestly like- started with the earthquake thing, and then it just continued. But if I'm uh, if I'm enjoying an evening with a gentleman, I'll act cool and take it off and be uncomfortable. All night. <laughs> oh. That's Guess we're heading to sleep now. Huh? Don't need this exactly. at all. Don't mind once me he's fast asleep, I sneak out, I put it back on, I get up early. No, now but- I'm giving you the look you were giving me before. <laughs> no, of like, I deserve that. I know what. I know. I don't know how it happened. I don't know why I'm more comfortable in it. How do you sleep? I I so don't like, know why. Like full underwire situation. I know. Is there any padding? No. Just under. Just but the underwire. underwire. Yeah. Is enough, yeah, to make me lose my mind. Yeah, but I think it's also <laughs> that uh, that uh, you like the way it looks factor because there's been a time or two where I wake up uh, and then I, you know, listen, you're on your side. They're not looking as great as you, and like, oh, that's what that looks like. Yeah. So then I just keep it on so I can be like, yeah, they always look that good. <laughs> <laughs> Back when I was Man, trying to, dress- so glad we don't have to deal with this, fellas. You well, don't even know. We, we, I mean, with my nuts, I have to deal with it. <laughs> Oh no! Keep him looking pretty. <laughs> he wears a nut brazier. <laughs> a nut zier. Oh, they can suck my nuts. Yeah. yeah um, we really have it easy, guys. You don't even know. Well, now they know. At least you they can't um, like sit on your boobs. Yeah, guys. Speak for yourself. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Told you I don't have a perk factor. <laughs> It's <laughs> true. Wait, is sitting on your nuts a frequent problem? When you get older. When, when you get older. Yeah, you hear a lot of older dudes. Mr. Belvedere, it. like, <laughs> sat on his... No, didn't we go over this? Yes, I think we did. <laughs> if you do it in public, do you try to act like you didn't? <laughs> I mean, I've never done it, no. but I mean, I, I imagine you... If someone's looking at you and you're trying to contain the feeling of having <laughs> sure, sat on your nuts, yeah. they might know. Yeah. <laughs> But, no, that's uh, I'm going to keep an eye out now. Yeah. If you see someone's face turning red and <laughs> sure. wanting to... I bet they're sitting on them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what does getting kicked in the nuts feel like? Because my, my understanding has always been it's a pain that I'll never know. I, but there's pains that I know that you'll never know. It's, 
It's like a voltage thing that goes all the way up. Yeah. It's as if your spine, to me, it's if your spine is like either in the inside or front of your body and it goes up sometimes all the way into like your neck. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like a tuning wow. fork. It's like your your spinal yeah, cord yeah. is a tuning fork and it just bleh, right, like, <laughs> radiates up and you just... Oh, yeah, with, with there's a factor of sort of this ennui meets nausea thing that just is a wave that goes over your body too. Yeah. Wow. It's... it's it's, it's more internal yeah. than I, think a I lot of times when you see it happen and then you see a guy kind of that thing of like take a breath and look to the distance I think <laughs> the initial thing is like I can just pretend this doesn't hurt this, yeah it this comes can... on it, it, it's, it's a delayed feeling yeah. that's, that's the other thing about it at first you're like uh huh oh that's fine I <laughs> oh, Jesus oh. yeah it's like yeah, now really have all staggered. three of you been intentionally kicked in the balls or this was all accidents I mean, all, all of the above. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever like asked somebody to. Right. Uh, so see. it's never been my intention. It has been other folks' intention. No, there was an elementary school or early junior high school era where it was like you were trying to whack each other and then yeah, like or something. Yeah. Well, they would they would like try to. That that wasn't a huge thing at my school ever, but no, it, it happened. Nut flicking. I feel like that. Came, <laughs> nut flicking nut, is nut like a more recent thing. Actually, I feel. <laughs> but when you were yeah. certain groups of guys, are, yeah. we'll do and that. when you were a kid, you would get hit in the nuts with a baseball or football oh or God. fall off your bike and hit mm-hmm. the bar. Yes, yes like the that, bike yeah. thing. That was my the first time I wondered what it felt like. I was uh, there was a boy who lived up the street, and we were bike riding, and he fell forward onto the bar yeah. and like and did, split did that I've thing heard, you guys are talking I knew about. Kids who did that. I always wondered. Why boy bikes have yeah. the bar up because yeah, we're the ones no who nuts. Yeah. And I finally yeah. figured it out Why is actually it? pretty recently because girls wore dresses mm-hmm. oh. so, step so they could get and to, guys yeah. could lift their leg over. But it's like, yeah, but we have nuts. Like they should all just <laughs> they should all be yeah. lady yeah. bikes. I totally agree. But in also in the early days of bikes, when you're building the frame, you would make a triangle because you couldn't you couldn't make that U shaped oh, yeah. thing. They just didn't really they have, have the technology now. They have bike seats now if you go to like the real bike places that have uh, a like cut a out breathable your... yeah so your nuts can breathe if when you go on long bike rides yeah <laughs> yep <laughs> go ahead and try out this bike sir set your nuts cocktail. right in there just, there you go just give her a few hair. pedals <laughs> let me get the calipers out yep. that'll fit <laughs> yeah. squished in there good great now spread <laughs> your legs let jumps me, on it spread your legs let me uh let me just cradle okay good that'll fit this one now you want it firm but not too firm <laughs> But firmer than you think. <laughs> that actually seems sort of dangerous to have your nuts cradled in a special seat. Because what if you, I mean, sorry, this is a violent thought. But like, what if you go one way and you get stuck in the seat? You don't want them suctioned in there. No. <laughs> right. So there's not a little seat belt that like holds them in. Like a little child. Okay. I got yeah, a vice. I sit on the seat, wedge them in there. Now, should I run into a car? Yeah. I'm slingshotting back onto my seat at a great cost to my testicles. Okay. The, the the bad news is uh, the bike is I don't have a helmet. The good news is my balls have an airbag. <laughs> so well, good. fair trade. Speaking of cars, uh, which you oh, yeah. sort of sort of did. We are in the market for did a new car. We even talk about what happened. No, we didn't. Daniel was in a car accident, but he's okay. Everybody's okay. Everybody's except okay. for my car. <laughs> my car is gone. His car did not Total. make it out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Just from the scrape along the side. Well, it, it uh, bent the axle, and uh, yeah, it was like an 06, So the value of the car was just under the cost of the repairs. Right. So they're like, "Well, you can still have it. Uh, you'll get less money from us, and you'll have to 
you know, get a new uh, license or a new title. Uh, title. It's a salvage title and all that. It sucks because that car still had a lot of years left in it. It just what was the mileage on it? Like seventy three thousand oh, no. miles. I think yeah. maybe seventy one thousand. Did we make the wrong call by deciding no. to just let them buy you out? No, because we wanted to get eventually another car. The value of this car after this is fucking nothing. Yeah. So, plus all the money to repair it, it just it, it just wouldn't be worth it. A repair like that too, it would take you forever. Yeah, you would have to take it to a general mechanic and then to a paint and body shop, and, and then the you paint probably and body have shop to get forever. a salvage title, which means you can't really ever sell it down the road for much. It's basically worthless. So, and and we can get the. I mean. The the State Farm will pay us the full value blue book. So it's just that's good. A lot less than a car that we would get otherwise. <laughs> right. right. It's just so. suddenly we find ourselves and, in a position of having to buy a car quickly. Yeah. Right. It's just bad timing too. So anyway, we're we're you know that's what's happening. So we're looking for like a car that I mean, here's the thing too, with the baby, I always was like, Why does everybody have SUVs yeah. or minivans? But you know, I'm never going to get a car like that. But when you have the the car seat for the baby in the right. back seat, okay, taking up more so than half room. of the back seat. And then the trunk has a, you know, uh, scooter. What, stroller. Sco- stroller. Scooter. Yeah, the scooter. <laughs> he's know. had a Vespa. <laughs> yeah. uh, Listen, he's a, a very advanced. Exactly. But the you, seat allows for his balls. So yeah, exactly. it's yeah. nice. Good. The kids got no. <laughs> so the, you got the stroller and you want to go grocery shopping. Forget it. You could get like three bags in the front, in the back seat, mm-hmm, right. you know, maybe a you couple. You have to put them next to him in the back seat. It's really problematic. So you go, oh, this is why they do it. There was a reason all along. Um, so we wanted to get something bigger for that reason. We just didn't plan on doing it now. So now we are reluctantly going to dealerships. And I have to tell you guys about. But the- I'm giving up my. There's going to be judgment here, but. It was my BMW. <laughs> I know. No one feels sorry for me. But it was like the first car I bought that I just loved. Right. You know, it was manual transmission. It drove so nice. And to have to just like, oh, it's gone. It's sad. Yeah. And then Allison was like, you should see a shrink <laughs> for that shit. <laughs> that is not how the yeah, conversation. You, go, you, should, you should get a therapist. <laughs> that, that is. Not... Don't talk to me about that shit. <laughs> that is not how the conversation. Well, went. that's how I heard it. <laughs> I know that's how you heard it, but that is not how it went. How yeah. did it go? Yeah, Daniel said, "You know, I just realized." Alrighty, that... this is a way nicer impression. <laughs> <Sure. Yeah. laughs> Very gentle. I was stroking his hair. Yeah, was. Was. I was fold, gently folding his laundry. Right, right. I was playing the auto harp. Yeah. Uh, Daniel said, you know, I realized you're the one who's going to be driving the SUV, so you should be the one For who chooses. For half a second, I was thinking maybe I would get like a nice SUV. And then it's like, I'm not even going to drive the dang thing. Yeah, you're the one who's going to be driving it. I'll be driving your car that I don't enjoy driving. He didn't say that, but that was... It's true. Implied. Um, you know, so you should be the one to to choose the car. It just sucks because I'm not... This is Daniel talking. It just sucks because I'm not going to have a me car anymore. But you know what? That's cool. It's fine. It, it's fine. And then I said... Did I say me car, though? Yes. No. Oh, my God. So didn't say that. You, that's the only part I'm sure of. I would never you 100% that. said... 
it just sucks because I, I oh i'm not gonna have a me car all right continue <laughs> <laughs> so i was thinking i'm just entering into the record that there's a dispute on that particular what do you phrase. think you said I, uh, probably something way cooler. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like what, Daniel? What, what would be way cooler? Like, uh, a, big, a uh, bag of dicks. <laughs> Look at my balls. I don't want to try to to go back and forth recreating. Just go, please. <laughs> Just imagine something super cool. That's probably what I said. Continue. I'm having difficulty, counselor. <laughs> <laughs> and then the fact that you're like, you know what? It's fine. I'm over it. Or something really quickly. I was thinking... This sucks. First of all, you probably have feelings about having the whole car accident thing. And then the fact that your car, which was your car, you had it since it was new. You loved this car. It was something you had before you were with me. And cars in general are people's identity anyway. All of my masculinity tied up into that car. Mm -hmm. 100%. Yeah. You know know what I'm saying, fellas? Yeah. That's right. So all of a sudden... That is completely getting. <laughs> I feel like that's exactly what your shrink would say. So yeah. all of a sudden, this is completely getting sucked away from you, and you don't even get to choose a new car. I I'm going to choose get a the new damn car. Aerostar, some. So shit. I was thinking. I feel like this is something that ha- like is reverberating on so many levels. It's so symbolic. It's so tied to your identity. And yes, your manhood. This I feel like this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But at least to your identity. It's like, oh, well, the Daniel that had the cool sports car is gone. And now you're just a guy who drives his wife's shitty car that has no pickup while she drives a shitty SUV. Look what we've become. You should talk to a therapist. <laughs> That's really what it was. But then he all was of that like, was internal. All of that judgment, all of that harsh, harsh judgment was internal, and all that came out was go see a fucking therapist <laughs> and leave not, me alone with the shit. That's so. That's what you heard. That's so not true. No. Wait, where's the harsh judgment? I'm sorry. Is there harsh judgment in what I said? That I and was David? very well thought out. <laughs> Thank and you. Completely yeah, reasonable. I'm sorry to side with the, the prosecution idea, here, but the idea that. Um, my identity is so tied to that car is i would say a little unfair i (laughs) I, I, are you guys in the same room as i am i love the car but it's not it's not so much a part of who i am it's just something that it's a bummer to lose like it's something that i loved that i'm losing but it's not who is daniel quantz now but i have no idea who he is now without a car keep in mind keep in mind I am someone who goes to therapy and feels that it helps me a lot. So this is not... When I say I think that you should go to therapist, it's not a judgment. It's me saying I have a place I go where I process my shit and I and I feel like it helps me so a lot. process your shit. No, it's therapist. not. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But however, this is not dissuading me from the idea that therapy might make you feel better. Anyway. You know we're what else? Talk about, we're going to talk about the dealership weren't we yeah but you know what else will make you feel better <laughs> i'm 100 percent right right you guys uh, unfortunately yeah, yeah a <laughs> oh, little bit maybe it's just the way we're <laughs> phrasing Lord. it like um, i have a super shitty car so every Ooh. time i walk to it anytime anybody sees me in it it's just like consistently like makes me feel bad about myself i would imagine if you had a great car you would consistently feel great about yourself it's a nice so maybe she's trying to replace your consistently feeling great <laughs> with talking to a therapist it is a good feeling getting into a nice car and i was driving into our driveway and I saw a version of one of the, of the car that you want to get and that without even thinking I was just like ugh <laughs> <laughs> 
I think these two sentiments line up directly with you being bummed to have your old car gone, sad at the notion of this new car, and Allison recognizing I that. did ask the collision center that is having my car if I could spend the night in the car tomorrow. <laughs> I'm gonna it's bring, my me car. I'm going to bring some Malamars. Bring some Malamars and yeah. a bottle of wine. Well, you know what would go great with all of that? Some that? super comfortable high quality sheets that are luxury bedding underpriced. I'm speaking specifically of Brooklinen. You spend a third of your life in your sheets. I I'm trying to spend more than a third of my life. I feel like if I had my way, I would spend over half of my life. I would just wake up to use the restroom, say hi to my son, and then go back to bed. Oh, yeah. Uh, they make a difference with how you sleep. Start getting better sleep with the best sheets. It's I don't understand why I sleep better on the Brooklyn and sheets. However, Allie Ward was here and she saw we have the Brooklyn and comforter and it's sitting right there because I haven't put that on the bed yet. I've just been using the sheets. And she's like, oh, are those the Brooklyn and and she felt them. And she's like, maybe they're cooler. They might, I don't know. They might sleep cooler because they're, th- they're they thick. They seem cooler. They're th- I don't know. They're thicker than my other sheets, but they're cooler. All I know is I do sleep more soundly on these sheets, which is saying a lot because I am a pretty light sleeper, but my Brooklyn sheets are the, are my favorite sheets of, of the sheets we put on the bed. My Brooklyn sheets are the best, most comfortable sheets I've slept on. Brooklinen.com has an exclusive offer just for my listeners. Get $20 off and free shipping when you use promo code BESTFRIEND at brooklinen.com. Brooklinen is so confident that they offer a risk-free 60-night satisfaction guarantee and a lifetime warranty on all of their sheets and comforters. The only way to get $20 off and free shipping is to use promo code BESTFRIEND at brooklinen.com. That's brooklinen, B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com, promo code BESTFRIEND. Brooklinen, these are the best sheets ever. Okay, so I'm going to tell you guys about going to the Toyota dealership. And <laughs> I imagined talking about it on the show, and then I imagined David Huntsberger like rolling his eyes or checking out because it's so it's hacky to complain about a car dealership. <laughs> However, that's how much this dealership was exactly what you hear about dealerships. Was, like I've we've bought cars before. No, no. It was it felt like we were driving into a hacky comedy situation. <laughs> yes. It was like <laughs> sketch totally comedy. Check with my manager would get right back to you. That sort of stuff. Okay. So we first of all <laughs> wait, can we guess first yes. of hacky stuff? Were there balloons everywhere? Oh, were there balloons? There were balloons. First of all, the and dealership flags. had like a giant inflatable Uncle Sam. Great. Yeah. Yeah, did it, really? it did. They had the tents with the American flag pattern on them, which it's like, we get it. Okay, we drive in. Oh, oh, and they had a taco stand, so you could get free tacos. No, great. Could we have, or was that like someone was celebrating? I'm sure we could have gone up and grabbed tacos. I was very no unclear, because that actually might have turned me around a little bit. Well... So we drive in. <laughs> hey, folks, enjoying those great tacos. <laughs> the, the, so well, can I, wait, let me just set the scene. So we had just gone, so Daniel and I are having like a Honda versus Toyota thing. I've had Hondas before. I'm familiar with Hondas. Honda CRV gets really good reviews. By the way, I don't come down on either side of this. <laughs> but Daniel felt like we should check out the Toyota RAV4. And I've never had a Toyota, but I recognize that they're sort of, they're both really reliable cars. But I already felt like we're now, tr- so we went to the Allison Honda. Allison wants to get the Honda Practical. that's a good one it's practical i hear Mm -hmm. what did you say what's the um what's your slogan for snickers 
Uh, sometimes it's your only choice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And we were saying that could be Honda's as well. Oh, no, I know what it was. There's nothing exciting about Honda. (laughs) That's their their slogan. That being said, I have only ever driven Hondas except for my most recent car. And I will say I owned a Honda that was kind of exciting. It was a uh it was their SI, their Civic SI, which is their sports model, and it got stolen twice. That's Whoa. how exciting it was. <laughs> so, anyway. so, we went to the Honda dealership and we changed Elliot's diaper and Daniel had his Snickers. We had just gone we we were had been at um the Long Beach Aquarium. So then we went there and we had like and it was and I looked I was too tired to test drive anything. I just wanted to like, I'm like, I'm very much like, I don't want to do this. However, I'm like, I'm just going to look into some cars and sit in them and, and just maybe get a sense of, cause I'm very, it's been a long time since I've shopped for a car. So I did that and they were nice and they weren't up our butts or anything like that. So then we both really wanted to go home, but we're like, let's just hit the Toyota dealership on our way to the freeway. We drive in, pull into a parking spot and I don't see a showroom anywhere. I just see like a a doorway. And then there's like four dudes just, just hang- standing in oh, the doorway boy. staring. Just imagine all their heads just like their bodies inside, yeah. their heads outside. Oh, but like boy. and literally watching for literally people. greasy hair. Yeah. Like they all have slicked back hair. Jeez. They really were the stereotypical car dealers. But they're all standing there waiting for their fresh meat it was so intimidating so Daniel, watching us drive in yeah, with, right. with us as we park so oh, look I, at all these cars i see this <laughs> like oh jesus and i'm like oh i don't want to do this we and then pa- daniel park, takes like, a, let's get the fuck no daniel here. i don't think daniel saw that until I you did you did yeah. till you okay because then when you looked you're like i can't do this yeah <laughs> and i'm like yeah. i don't know if i can then i'm like let's just do it but it was very intimidating walking well, so then, in. So then the one dude... It, oh, no, he, he, we didn't even get in. He met us halfway. Well, no, no, he, he was in. Yeah. He was in uh, the that like door frame. The hyena group? The hyena. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you could see that it was like, all right, you know, bud. His name was Chuck. Of course it was. Yeah. Yeah. Chuck, uh, you, your turn. You're up. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. So he... As we're getting out of the car, Chuck pretends like he's going to go get some tacos at the taco thing. <laughs> like, I'm just going over to get some tacos. I'm out here just coincidentally at the same time as you or whatever. Chuck never went and got any tacos mm-hmm. because as soon as we got, I got fell out of the car, he's like, you know, so you guys looking for, or whatever he said. And it's just like, I can't uh, remember what he said. I oh, I, I think I, I said, do you have a showroom? And he said, no, we don't have a showroom like that. All the cars are like they literally did not have a showroom. It was just, just cubicles and stuff the, the, inside. The building that would be a showroom was all structured around the pressure sale. Like you could see how it was like concentric circles of hell. If you've ever seen, <laughs> if you've ever seen like Dante's Inferno, like yeah. in the middle, they're literally like Lucifer trapped in the ice. Um, so we were, uh, he was gu- guiding us around all like, hey, I'm going to show you this. And then at a certain point, realize- and we told him right up front, we're just, we're just here to we're look. scoping we're the looking. look. Yeah. Right. At a certain point, he realized he wasn't making a sale and he was just like, like reluctantly going, still, going through the fucking motions. Even, yeah. And it's like, listen, will, you fucking asshole. Like I told you I wasn't buying a car today. Don't I'm just make, here for tacos. Thank you. Don't make me feel and bad. And the balloons. Yeah. yeah. Don't make me feel bad about wasting your time. And by the way, no one There's else. There's zero other people <laughs> No one here. else. It's not yeah. like you're missing some sales here, Chuck. Right. You know? <laughs> but that thing 
where they dangle in the doorway Mm -hmm. just waiting to receive you. Toyota, if you're listening, that's very intimidating. As a woman, (laughs) if I had been alone, I think not, not, I mean, there's something predatory feeling about that. I'm sure that they're all oh, lovely people who aren't lovely four people Four guys, at all. probably about 16 sex offenses a bit amongst them all. I'm not going to divide them evenly, necessarily. Definitely some urinating in public. You know, at least one of those guys can't live near elementary school. Now, were they smarmy at all with their sales techniques? Like something like, ah, day's pretty good, be better with the sale. I have, no. okay, I've good. been on the receiving end of very smarmy sales technique. Yeah. And th- we know we didn't get any of that. Okay. We just got like creep. Pr- yeah, just creepy yeah. body. N- just putting him between you and everything you want to see. Uh. And just feeling like, how do we lose this guy? <laughs> I agree that the hyena image is unsettling and not what you want to be introduced right. to. But then to be proactive, how would you create an ideal aesthetic for you to drive into and be like, this is really warm and welcoming? Like, where would you place Chuck and the other guys? Well, if, you mean if we're designing a, a car buying situation? Yeah, yeah. There would be a showroom, first of all. I think okay. almost so you every could, other dealer yeah. is better. I mean, I think Toyota, and I don't know if this is if it's just this dealership or if it's Toyota in general, Right. but um, I've went out to buy cars many times, and some of them get it really good, and some of them are not as good. But if you just go in and... They're there if you need them, but they're not hovering over you like my livelihood depends on mm. you buying a car today. Right. Um, and allow you to kind of check out the stuff. And then s- th- that is way more effective for me. Same. Yeah. Same. I just feel like they, they were so stereotypical, stereotypically smarmy car dealers. It was weird. I haven't encountered that in a really long time. Well, just... Although when I shopped from when I was buying my first car... That was every experience. You could just hear the high fives happening <laughs> if they if you if they sold yeah. a car. Like everything feels like I'm not buying a car. I'm helping them make a sale. Right. It's weird because I think what changed is the internet made it possible for the consumer to be a lot more informed. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. these high pressure sales tactics, like the old fashioned. I'm looking at Jeff because you're a car person. Old-fashioned sales tactics don't work as well anymore, but they are still employing them at this particular dealership. The the Toyota dealership in North Hollywood, I don't know if I... Did I ever tell this story of when I went in there? I went in back back, way back when I bought my Civic. I I first looked at a Toyota, and I went in, and the guy was like giving me the whole... He brought me in his office, and he's like giving me the whole spiel about how he's a stuntman at Universal Studios (laughs) and all this stuff, and then he's like, all right, kid... You know, finally, I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's yeah. Okay. yeah. And he's like, so you, um, you know, I was like, yeah, I want a lease. He's like, all right. He passed me a piece of paper. He's like, write down what oh, you no. want to pay per month. <laughs> no. And I wrote down zero <laughs> and I passed it back to him. <laughs> and he's like, get out of here. He's like, get out. I'm serious. Get out. Don't waste my time with this. Oh, my God. And I was like, fine, because I don't even really want a fucking Toyota asshole. Like, <laughs> but. Like what you want me to give you a number? I want to not pay anything. What you asking me a question? I'm answering honestly. It's just weird that he drove you out of there yeah. when you were ready to. Lease I was one. totally ready to make a deal. Then you dive through the window, shatter it, somersault, <laughs> right. stand up, and that's how you do that. You piece of shit, and you take off. He did. Yeah, it was the Waterworld one. It was just on the. 
Oh my goodness, you guys. Allison Rosen is your new best friend is supported in part by Mod Cloth. I've said this before, but I'll say it again. You know those cool girls that have effortless style that's like kind of vintagey and hip and cool and you think, where do they shop? Where do they get all their hip, cool stuff that I, I want, but I don't know where to begin? It's at Mod Cloth. That's actually where they get all of it. I guarantee you. Find <laughs> a girl that looks like what I'm talking about. She shops at Mod Cloth. Their stuff's all cool. In I fact, I received... I, hang on. Hang on one second. So I've been talking about how there's an item on the Mod Cloth website that I have seen and I regret that I didn't buy it the initial, my initial time and it's like been on my mind a lot and I've been like, I don't know if it's me, but I, I think it could be me. I really want that. And it is a metallic duffel bag with rainbow handles Ooh. because periodically I'm like, I need to spice things up. Mm-hmm. That's spicy. Some hardcore Allison people listeners who came to my book signing brought me the duffel oh bag. Oh my gosh. I that hope is, they used my mm-hmm. promo code. Look how fun this is. Yeah, that's that real is, fun. It's, I know. It's, <laughs> it's super fun. Uh, so anyway, now this is, and also I'm super excited about my mod cloth earrings, which are, they're gold and they go through the hole and then they like dangle on both sides. I think we referred to them as double danglers. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Ready to make waves this season? Head right on over to Mod Cloth. Hit the beach in aquatic prints, rainbow brights, and sun swimwear. Got a question about fit? Their team of mod stylists can hook you up with complimentary sizing and styling help. Uh, and I also, also in my mod cloth haul, I got a nautical print jacket and just another jacket with fake fur that's super cool. I'm like Gwen circa uh, when she w- wore that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it didn't come to me as quickly as what I was looking for. 90s Gwen. Um, yeah. To get 15% off your purchase of $100 or more, go to modcloth, M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H.com and enter code Allison at checkout. That's modcloth.com. Code Allison for 15% off your purchase of 100 or more. Hurry, this offer expires on August 4th, 2018. All right. It's time for just a tiny bit of gal chat. Renee. Yes. You used to get Japanese hair straightening, which is what I get. Yes. However, your hair is super sleek right now. And you came in and you said that you had just gotten Brazilian straightening. What is going on? What is happening? Well, just enjoy- boy, my hair has always been difficult. But your it hair is. Or- my hair. My <laughs> hair. <laughs> Hair. I heard that. I heard that too. Uh, we. Listen, I'm going to pull back the curtain. You offered beer at the beginning. Yeah. I had a sip, and yeah. it is hitting. It's good. It's good. Oh, boy. I love it. My, you're, you're turning into a uh, old prospector. Right, <laughs> so my hair. Do we like that? Apologies we all approve of that. Everybody feels good about that. Okay. Uh, has always been difficult, but the older I get, now I have to not only combat my curls got to combat the grays as well. Mm. So I have to dye. And gray hair and has straighten. different texture. It's Thank you. a texture that no one wants. It's just, it's like I'm in a rowboat and a spring has popped up. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Other, a leak. And then another spring pop. And I just can't yeah. keep them all yes, at the same time. Yes. So, that's how I feel about my hair. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and they are kind of like an old prospector. Right. <laughs> I grew in overnight. <laughs> I live here now. It's so me. I'm not like everybody else on their head here. <laughs> It's <laughs> so true. <laughs> yeah, you and you would think he'd be like, "Oh, oh, are we not doing this?" I want him to fall into form, but he's not. He got everybody else into it. No, bring it here, my rooting and dooting. <laughs> so yeah, so 
so we switched over to Brazilian straightening and it only lasts for three months, but it works just as well. Mm. And it doesn't break my hair off as much. Are you into it? You up for it? I've done it before. Okay. Um, and the pictures look better. I will admit my hair looked better, I think, after I did Brazilian because it was really shiny. I remember the first time I did it, uh, my hair felt greasy to me, but it looked really shiny, like the shiniest my hair has ever looked. I should find the pictures and post them. Yeah, let's because, see those. Because my God, you have to wear sunglasses. <laughs> I mean, very extremely so shiny. shiny. Yeah. But it never got as straight as I wanted, which also I think looks better in photos because it's not as flat. Mm, so I recognize maybe. all of this. However, I just personally prefer the Japanese straightening because it's straighter and it's permanent yes. versus the whole like when it starts to wash out, when do you do it again? And and also it burns my eyes. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's yes, the that's last bit. Right. Also, it endangers my life. <laughs> but beyond yeah. much. Here is a uh, boy. I have a lot to say about. So f- I think for me, I have a cowlick that only I know how to fix. Where is it? Uh, it's right here on top of my bangs. I have one right around here. So I do a little because I, I go to a different person every time because mm-hmm. I do it via Groupon and I don't tell them about the cowlick. And so then the Why? way they straight because I like this next part. So the way they <laughs> straighten my bangs is it makes them just directly dart yes. out like a visor. Mm-hmm. And then I see them panic i'm just like i'm gonna have to make her leave <laughs> thinking that this is how it's gonna be and then i just keep it to myself that i can fix it later but how, i go like Ugh. wait how do you fix it though <laughs> nice. because i have get money off <laughs> i have they definitely are just like i'm so i just and then i get a little extra product they nice. toss me a product oh, or two because i've got yeah. a hair what i call a hair tenna yeah. which oh. is i've got like i have that same situation how do yeah. you fix it so uh you uh, blow dry it down and uh, I lick my palm. Sure. <laughs> you gotta get a cow. Yeah. So. Uh, for some reason, I take the flat brush and I just swing it back and forth as I blow dry, and then it confuses the cow like, and it lies flat. I know that's nuts, but it works. Wait, like how fast are you whipping it back <laughs> and forth? Quick. Yeah. Like if you're, uh, you're driving in a rainstorm and you got those wipers on three. Oh. Boop, 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 so you're boop. really. <laughs> so you. David's in, you guys. Do you hold the blood? The dry- my cow legs gone forever. <laughs> do you hold the dr- dryer down or do you follow the, yeah, dry- so the dryer, brush? Dryer stays down okay. and then uh, dryer with the right hand, brush with the left, and then the brush just shoot, 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 shoot. Uh, and for some reason, it blows out the cow How wet is your hair when you're doing this? Oh, super this? wet. So, so it's. And gradually drying because of the hair dryer. <laughs> right. Well, right. But I didn't know if you this weren't was... there. You don't know. <laughs> I didn't know if this was an end of the drying kind of thing or the beginning of the drying. Yeah, at the very. So I think that's also what happens is that there's no initial drying. It's uh, as soon as I'm out of the shower, then we start the windshield wipers. Uh, and for some reason, it knocks. And then I use a flat iron on top of that. But... And then, and you go from totally wet to dry with the windshield wiper action. Yes. I've got to try this because I have all sorts of cowlick problems happening and it gets exacerbated by the straightening. Yes. Um, and then it just, because you yes, can see it goes the straight up right now. Yeah. Like it doesn't, it never Actually, goes I away. I can't see any. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. They're there. So you feel that Japanese was da- damaging your hair. Yeah. It just, it was looking fried. Because mm-hmm. you know how sometimes you can like feel it and you're like, oh, well, it still looks okay. But it yeah. was starting to look kind of crummy. Interesting. And do you feel like that is a function of the person you went to or the process could be both. Cause I, again, I should just find like a regular salon that I go to, but I, I don't like paying full price yeah, for whatever reason. So go to the, uh, the straightening school. <laughs> That's probably not what it is, but there's a, a school downtown that teaches the kiddos how to do Japanese training, but they're supervised the whole time. So I feel like 
it's probably good. I just think the how much does that cost? Ninety nine dollars. My God, that's no, what a so steal. Much more affordable than Japanese straightening, which is like four hundred dollars. Yeah, but good lord, isn't yeah. that crazy? But you can it's buy permanent. twenty wigs for that. <laughs> <laughs> When he's right, he's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but wait, I want to tell you a scandal about uh, how it burns your eyes. Yes, yes. to that. But uh, the hairdresser was telling me that L'Oreal wanted to buy uh, the Brazilian straightening. And the Brazilian straightening people were like, no, we're going to hold on to it because we want the money. And then a month later, they came out with, oh, it's damaging to your health. So the whole thing might be a scandal. Maybe it's fine. But L'Oreal's mad that they weren't allowed to buy it. Wait, like L'Oreal might have been behind the story? Uh, they might be behind saying, hey, here's a study that shows the right. Brazilian straightening is bad for you. Maybe there's no study. Maybe they're just mad that they weren't allowed to buy it. Interesting. I know. A guy at L'Oreal told me that. And see, here I've been staying away from it, thinking it's vaguely well, d- bad for you. because it does burn your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're like, well, that does hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, researcher. Otherwise, it does burn the hell out of your eyes. I can't see. So I mean, maybe there's something to it. Yeah, because at a certain point, when they're like laying the, they put glue all over your hair, basically, and then they iron it, and yeah. then so when the I would heat, pay five hundred dollars for that. When the heat hits the glue, boy, there's like a big smoke bomb that like, releases, and it's like it's pretty hard to breathe. <laughs> you could fly to Hawaii. I don't or know. get your hair glued and I don't, ironed. I don't do the glue. I do a different thing. I do a, a reverse person. perm, essentially. Oh, it's a Japanese yeah. reverse perm. Nice. Uh, and that also smells. Yeah. But in a different way. It's more sulfuric. <laughs> Today, my girl gave me a little mask to put on. But then oh. as she was blowing it, she was just blowing the chemicals into the mask. And I was like, that's not this. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and take that right off. Thank now, you. Now, was she wearing a mask? Because she I, was. if there is anything dangerous about it, it's the people who do it who are exposed to it all the time. They're wearing so. like hazmat suits? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, they just uh, just those airplane masks. Oh, okay. That you, which which I feel like is that really doing anything? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I wear them when I do like woodworking stuff, and they do they keep particles. Yeah, out. they'll keep particulates out. But yeah, it's smoke? not filtering out the acetone that's coming off of the hot glue that they're pouring on your head. <laughs> right, fair. Daniel, well, before, you you guys well, look yeah. great. Oh, hey, thanks. Yes. thanks David. Well, well done. <laughs> yes. These thousands of dollars, and it's good. That's worth it. Does Emily Rose do any hair treatments? I bet she doesn't. Yeah. No. Jeez. We're pretty easy keepers. <laughs> we're, we're, I don't know what that means, but I want to think what? of myself as an easy keeper. We're too. always laughing like, boy, we're schlubby. Like, we just don't, <laughs> like, we don't jazz up much. Yeah. We're like, ready to go? Yeah, of course yep. I am. <laughs> <laughs> ready to go to sleep? Absolutely. Yep. Always. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be like that so bad. I just yeah. wasn't born with ready to go ness. Yeah. It's like you can't have, well, you can't have curly hair and be ready to go, except that you have curly hair and you're and she has curly hair. You right? can have curly hair. You can have curly hair and be ready to go if yes. you're okay with curly hair. Yeah. Oh, that's the, also, <laughs> that is the key piece. Right, I that's was a missing. good point. But it's uh, I think it's the type of hair. So if your hair yeah. itself is super thin and curly, then you're never going to be ready to go. Right. Because then the you've got it's it's less about the curl than it is about the fuzz. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's just a fuzz factor. I, I watched one episode of the new. Um, 
uh, Queer Eye show. Mm-hmm. And I like the concept of that a lot. I like how it like impacts people's self-esteem. But I, I find it so odd that they turn them into an entirely different person. Like, here you go. Now the world will like you. <laughs> yeah. All that yeah. other shit you did before. <laughs> yeah. Awful. You had yeah. no friends. No one liked you. You felt bad. And the person's like, but I like my terrible old recliner. I know. I, I, that's the same episode that I saw. But, yeah. but it's also yeah. crazy to think they're not going to revert back to that. Right. Of course they after are. This yeah. It's yeah. like How in- many pillows on my bed now? 19? <laughs> Perfect. I'm yeah. a Always new guy. keep them there. Always. Yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> like in What Not to Wear. Did you ever watch that show with Stacy and yeah. Clinton? Is that no. his name? I think so. It always began with them throwing the per- all the person's clothes into a giant garbage can. <laughs> and I always thought that I would not be okay yeah, with that. I hate that. Yeah. If someone came over and told me like, this will help you out. I'd be like, I'm fine. I being yeah. schlubby. Yeah. Thanks, friend who nominated me for this. <laughs> yeah. ah. Oh my goodness, you guys. Wouldn't it be great if all natural non-GMO products cost just three bucks a piece? I want to talk to you about Brandless. Brandless is one of my favorite new things I have discovered. I've mentioned them before. So Brandless is a website. They have food, household, and beauty items, and every single thing on there is $3. And it's insane because I will be looking and I'll be like, oh, that scrub. Oh, that hand lotion. I want that. I wonder how much it is. Oh, it's $3. I can't keep it in my head that everything's $3 because it all seems like it should be so much more. Um, their tomato basil spaghetti sauce is so good. Also, uh, their cheesy ducks, little cheddar crackers, so good. Uh, Elliot and I enjoyed them. They have stuff that's gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO, cruelty-free, clean beauty and personal care, non-toxic cleaners, and home goods. They cut out the middleman and shipped direct, saving an average of 40% on cost markups against national brand retailers. And Brandless donates a meal with every purchase through their partnership with Feeding America. Start building your Brandless box today and get free shipping on your first order at Brandless.com. Better everything for everyone, all $3, Brandless.com. Okay, it's that point in the show where I have to make a decision and I'm making the wrong one. The right (laughs) one would be... I don't know. I mean, probably... Well, then again, though, it depends. (laughs) Maybe I oh hell no. <laughs> iTunes common or just mirror everyone, but first, since you're both here and you both saw I feel pretty, I saw it as well. Ooh. We must discuss. So okay. what were your thoughts? Because you just like gently went into it a tiny Well, actually I remember David, you thought it was really funny. I liked it. I thought it was funny and my th- the one big one was that um they didn't need the gimmick. If she had just made up her mind, like, why does this girl get to get away with that? Right. I'm just gonna act like I'm entitled to it as well and then maybe learned the same lesson that way i think it might have been a little bit more effective but then i think we agreed that you cannot make this movie and appease anyone and especially not everyone mm-hmm. you can appease some people i suppose but yeah i um boy am i sensitive to people telling me how the movie is going to be if somebody i respect says hey it's great then there's no way i'm going to enjoy it because my expectations <laughs> are sky high and equally if somebody i respect is like oh it's not not too good then i'm like oh, it was wonderful <laughs> uh so yeah i agree i really like the sentiment of it uh i don't think that it needed the gimmick and i thought the line at the end uh of just like it was in you all along when they're talking about boogers <laughs> it's, I, it's fine <laughs> <laughs> We're, we're okay. What did you think? I So I was very defensive of the movie before I saw it. Like I already had my argument for why everyone who's criticizing it is wrong. And I don't know why. I think it's because I like Amy Schumer and I really like Rory Scovel. Yeah. Um, you know, I like everyone involved in the movie. And I saw stuff that, you know, what I was reading was that this is setting women back and that it's actually anti-women. And I felt like 
and that like it's insane like you're trying to get us to believe that amy schumer isn't a 10 she is every bit as beautiful as as every other movie star and blah 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 and and to me that was a little bit that felt a little bit disingenuous that argument because it's like yes she's pretty yes she's a movie star at the same time she is not the same as a model we can all admit that like it's not it's not wrong to admit that she looks different than what is held up as the beauty standard. Um, however, a couple minutes, and by the way, I did talk about this a bit in the Monday show. Sorry, Jeff, you're hearing this twice. It um, drives me crazy. A couple, <laughs> like very quickly into the movie, I realized I, I was very, it became very apparent to me, to me, what the problem with the movie is. Um, and all of a sudden, I my whole like defensiveness of the movie kind of fell away, and I felt like it, the 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 beginning to me was problematic because they have it set up that she is just this like blob who's different than all the other people at the exercise class and who's treated like she's gross, right? But it's just Amy Schumer looking like herself, who she's not gross at all. She's just maybe a size ten, maybe a size ten, maybe a size twelve. But she's like pretty fit and also tan and and doesn't look gross at all. And I think that a lot of women watching the movie are probably like, well, that she looks like a human being and I'm identifying with that. However, the way everyone's treating her is making me feel like I'm supposed to feel disgusting. I didn't walk into this theater feeling like a disgusting blob, but maybe I should see myself that way. I think that's why people are pushing back against it. Yeah. Well, um, I thought it was like with the shoe thing, she's very like, it's, it's an 11, a seven, a nine, you know, yeah. rather than like, Hey, I need an 11 E. And I think that would have been more interesting if she just, by the end of the movie was like, I oh, wear an 11 E and it's rad. Yeah. And like, well, okay. Yeah. Right. You know, she's the one that's kind of driving that in a weird way. Like, well, I was sort of, I was a little bit unclear the way everyone's treating her at the beginning, is that supposed to be how she feels like they're treating That's her? That's what I was curious about, too. Or yeah. is that actually... Because to me, in the universe of the movie, that is how everyone sees her. They do see her in this very negative way. But but I wondered, is what they're trying to do show that that's how... She, like, she was she was delusional when she thought she was beautiful, and she was delusional when she... That's delusional is a harsh like word, she but I mean... walks by the construction site, yeah. the guy whistles to his friend, like... And she's like, thank you. I thought they did a good job there of showing like nothing's changed. Right. Like she just, her perception of it is totally different. And really like the bartenders and things like that early on, they weren't being rude or. I would need to see, maybe I need, I don't want to, but maybe I need to see it again because I definitely like a few minutes in was rewriting my whole defense of the movie of like, oh, it's just in the universe of the movie, they're treating her like she's grotesque when she's not at all. And I find that kind of upsetting having not seen the movie or read anything about the movie (laughs) or anything other than what allison has said um the title of the movie feels like already problematic because it implies that she's it's like i feel pretty Mm -hmm. you know dot 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 but i'm not or i the joke is i i feel pretty like me this and right out of the gate, it's that idea that you're talking about. Like, oh, haha, that's, yeah, you feel pretty. I mean, right. I think there's two parts of that that I thought were, I think the title works in that it's like her big speech at the end is like, I didn't feel pretty. And that's the biggest thing. These two pictures of me before me after the same, and that's what matters. And you're good enough to wear this new brand of makeup, which is so yeah, weird. <laughs> I know. You like, can wear cheap makeup. Hooray. It's such a weird, right. kind of, that was bizarre. Because I like the yes. theme of your perspective. 
and how drastically that can change everything for you. And I, I know it would have gotten uh, boring if it were done too many times, but I would love the exact same scenario to happen when she was feeling bad about herself mm-hmm. to happen again. So like, I, just to sh- kind of showcase like, oh, it's just the way you're choosing to look at it. Yeah. I, yes. Yes, exactly. I think that I would have liked it more if it was like, she looks like herself because she looks like herself throughout like she's stylish right um she looks the same throughout the movie but she feels awful and insecure at the beginning and she feels fantastic you know after the gimmick happens um which maybe is what it was and i was misinterpreting it but i really do think they had people treating her negatively at the beginning oh definitely yeah 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 nobody's that mean you feel out of place at a cycling stuff and nobody's friendly to you but nobody's outright like snarling right right like oh oh oh. and she's there's that scene where she's in a store and she's looking around and a woman comes up to her and is like are you buying a gift for someone she's like no i'm just looking like oh we don't have your sizes here right that wouldn't happen i felt like though when i saw that i had heard someone do that on a panel show or something like this happened to me oh so then i was like oh that must be where this scene came from because it seemed so outlandish to me but then i was like oh i do maybe she told it once or i feel like maybe that had happened because if she was like a sigh i don't know if she were clearly overweight then I think that that would be more believable. It's just that she's like just kind of on the line. Here, here are some things I went into like turn off some of those with and as a dude. Uh, <laughs> but it's written by a man and a woman, and I didn't know if the movie would be better served if it was two women writing mm-hmm. it or six yeah. women or the man um, is Busy Phillips' husband. Interesting. Mm. But then beyond that, the main star is someone that Busy were they fi- sitting at this table <laughs> would be would have very insightful commentary on this and is someone that's like very much a part of that movement right and the same way that like when jennifer Lo- uh, lawrence took that photo in the dress and everyone's uh-huh. like oh my god they made her wear this dress and the guys are all in coats and she was like i chose to do that yeah. it's so absurd that you would it's offensive that you'd think i'd have no choice right i kind of feel that way about amy schumer in this that like for her, go and say your line, sweetie, and we'll get on with this. That she would have input and be right. like, yeah. so that made me turn that off a little bit. If that makes any sense. Tur- sorry, turn which part off? Just like being so hypercritical of, oh man, here's where they got it wrong, or here's where right. like that this is so misogynistic, or it's so blind to it. Yeah, I was like, well, I think she, if I were having this conversation with her, I'd be feeling dumb. Like, oh right, she would know this way more right. than I would. Like she weighed in on all this. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't. I don't find it misogynistic i just found that it fumbled the execution a little bit yeah that's mm-hmm. a great way to say it. yeah here's a riddle is busy phillips husband gay is mm. like is busy phillips husband married to busy philip philip being a busy guy <laughs> <laughs> that's okay i get it fun yes. that's fun daniel we're having a good time tonight this is, that's I what like i was it. thinking about <laughs> You're tired. I haven't seen the movie. I don't know. I I don't feel pretty. What about me? Um, let's do. The reason I said you're tired is because your your brain starts to go in that direction when you're tired, and I like that. Thank you, honey. But I still need therapy. (laughs) I feel like you should regard that as a gift i'm saying go spend a lot of money and take time away from the family (laughs) okay (laughs) (laughs) uh let's do just me or everyone first there's lots of things i want to tell you guys i just don't know which ones they are you're on patreon patreon patreon.com slash allison rosen the bonus episode this month is going to be with daniel turns Uh, out i i well 
Yeah. We're going to get into it. We're going to get in it. We were wrong. Look, we were we were wrong. That's all I'm going to say. Patreon. But, but last time we were afraid to go there. <laughs> we're not afraid anymore. <laughs> no way. Live stream coming up. Uh, Greg Heller has slid into my text messages again. So what that means is I'm going to make him do some Patreon stuff. You should. I will. Um, Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go for that. My book, Tropical Attire, Encouraged, and Other Phrases That Scare Me. Go to AllisonRosen.com, and then from there, you can hit links that take you to pay, uh, Sorry, to Amazon, where you can get it. You can get it other places as well. But I say uh, Amazon, and it's available all formats. Um, I'm sure there's other stuff I want to say, but oh, oh, oh. If you like what you're hearing, subscribe. iTunes.com slash Allison Rosen. That's also where you go to leave a review. We're going to do iTunes comment of the week. I have one here, but... Subscribe your friends. Subscribe your Turn friends. Turn a friend on to the show. This is my... Why you guys You guys it? have heard... Why heard hoard all it all yourself? Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Let's do Just Me or Everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me? Salin Bobin says, When I'm on the phone jotting down info I'm receiving, I also tend to doodle my own information that I'm giving to the person on the other end. Also, doodling, just me or everyone. I think everyone doodles. Doesn't everyone doodle? Yeah, I like the idea of writing down your own thing. Yeah. It's always a race for me because I'm always lying. Go, do you have a pen? You ready? Yep. And then they start reading the numbers. And I'm like, all right, remember those first four? They're clicking a pen. And I finally, oh, no, the pen's not working. There are eight numbers. Can, can you repeat those first two? It's just, it's real stressful. Yeah. The times that I have been honest about it, it feels like it takes an eternity between when I say, hang on, let me just get a pen yeah. and get the pen. Yeah. Yeah, of course I'm sitting here with a pen. I'm not some lunatic that called in to you. Oh, please find a pen. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, Leela Rolling Stone says, I had no idea how much the word lymph bothered me until this week's Thursday episode. Evidently, it's my moist. Yeah, the word lymph came up a lot. It's a pretty gross word. Why did it come I'm up so much? Lymph. Lymph say massage. That. Oh, oh, no, but Allie said something about lymph. She was getting lymph. a lymph massage. She was? Yeah. Because I mentioned someone recommending a deep lymph, a, a massage person who does deep lymph work, and that yeah. makes me want to vomit. Oh, that's what it was. Are you just cutting off node? Because node really caps it, drives yeah, it home. Lymph node. Yeah, yeah, lymph yeah. node is okay. That's yeah. medical. But oh, yeah. just lymph, that's like a humor. Yeah, it's like my friend one time was like, you know what's a weird thing to say? Wasp, plural. Wasps. Like, <laughs> yeah. It just Wasps. Of, like, so many just keeps going. Yeah. Wasps. And lymph... Kind of has that too. Yeah. That's where you got to tack on that node. I think the, the word doesn't bother me, but what they are, like. Ugh. But I, isn't lymph just like snot? Yeah. I'll well, I think that. of the node. That's you've gross. got a bunch of p- snot pockets all around your body. <laughs> Bad news your snot pockets have uh, attracted the cancer and spread to all your snot pockets. <laughs> snot pocket sounds like something you'd call somebody in elementary school. Yeah. Or, or just a pocket. meal. Yeah. Um. <laughs> What about nymph? I think nymph's a, like a cute word. Cute. Nymph yeah. is cute. Mm-hmm. Daniel, you saying nymphs sounds like Elliot saying anything. Lymphs. Say it. Nymphs. Because <laughs> he says cheese like cheese. <laughs> he's saying, he's starting to say some words. So he's saying apple and happy and. Say happy da- like how he says it. Happy. No, he doesn't. Happy. I don't think he says the H. Is oh, he's 
happy. Happy. And Wendy, he says, say Wendy. Audi, <laughs> but today he oh, did like adorable. a Dow Dodi or something. There was it was it changed. Yeah, Audi is Wendy. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. cute, super cute. Um, he can also like if you say peekaboo, he goes boo, <laughs> <laughs> and he, he says ooh, and uh, yeah, it's pretty cute. Real cute. Okay, Jessica says whenever I put lotion on my hands, I end up doing something that requires hand washing right after. Ooh. This. I don't have that specific thing, but it's never like I'll feel like I need to put on hand lotion for two hours before I actually do it because it, there's never a good time. I never want to just sit there not using my phone or what or what have you, not using my hands for the amount of time that it will take for the lotion to sink in. Yes. I have such short attention span that I'll put the lotion on. I'll think about something else. I'm like, oh, something's all over my hands. And then I'll <laughs> deliberately wash off the lotion. Oh, wow. So yes, it's like but it, the thing that I need, you need to, to tattoo do is on your arm, like yeah. do not lotion, wash your yeah. hands. My dad, uh, like a tough guy, and uh, the doctor had to like sort of prescribe him moisturizer, like put these on your damn hands. <laughs> so he'll, at night would have to be like, you don't have to wear this, you know, and like be just this tub of non-scented yeah. moisturizing man stuff. butter. Yeah, and I think like. I think anytime that's happened to me, I go, oh, it's sunk in. Even if it was 10 seconds, I got in there. It's good. Or, ooh, the soap has some moisturizer in it. I'm all right. There yeah. we go. That's where they get you. <laughs> because I think soap is soap is the anti-lotion. Oh, yeah. It dries it all out. Yes, it, takes it does. It out there, but it says aloe on the, you know, lo- label. So I'm like, I'll yeah, be all right. Enough, Seems yeah. right. They wouldn't A couple lie to me. public restroom hand washes, and my hands are... Very fucked up. The, mm-hmm. They're like powder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, my hands are crumbling away. <laughs> you just bash them against a, a, a curtain and it leaves a handprint. Do you know anyone, though, who puts lotion on after every hand wash? Mm. I don't want to know. No. I just wonder, <laughs> is that how you keep up? <laughs> I don't either, but I just wonder, is that how you keep up the hand it equilibrium? Must be, right? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Brendan says, hate it when I'm sorry, I'm still laughing over. I don't want to know them. Uh, Hate it when a light has two switches, top and bottom, for example, top and bottom of the stairs, and both are in the on position. I know the light is still off, but both switches should be in the off position for the light to be off. This is the kind of thing that if I spent time thinking about it, it would, I would just run up and down the stairs trying to get them both to go off. Uh, but thankfully I, I'm not that OCD. I, I wouldn't, I, it's been a while since I've thought like this, but I used to think not in terms of them being in sync, but making sure that the one nearest me corresponded to what the light was and not the opposite. So like on when it's up and down. So just like go down and flip the other one so that for some reason that would, it would bother me if that one was off. If you had... OCD and lived in that home, you could be in very good shape. (laughs) (laughs) We do have OCD. What are you saying about our shape? Monica Andrade says, most upsetting moment of pump rules this season. Now, we have not all seen it. it. However, I think we can all chime in on this. Hmm. Most upsetting moment of pump rules this season was when uh, Schwartz threw his bare toothbrush into his toiletries bag. Yeah, I'm not into that. But I, the first time I read it, I didn't even take in that it was in his toiletries bag, which at least is an appropriate spot for it. I had a friend in New York uh, 
who always carried around a tote bag and it had like a water bottle, her leftovers from dinner and also <laughs> just and just all like she was ready to spend the night anywhere if she she was ready for life to happen to her. She had everything in this floppy tote bag including just a toothbrush floating around with no cover or anything. That is weird to me. I am inclined Ooh. to agree that it's bizarre when people just chuck it into a bag. However, I think it's adorable that we think our toothbrushes in an open bathroom atmosphere I know. Yeah. are <laughs> entirely sterile. Yeah, exactly. Every time you flush your toilet, tiny amounts of like fecal If, if I've gets... been in the bathroom, you can assume that it's been up my butt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. And I was that just going to say that. Right? Various bacteria. Right, <laughs> well, no. I, that's a bit of a... But I thought that's where I'm you were like, going. <laughs> well, all right. Yeah, it's they're dirty anyway. I've, I've stopped being so weird about germs lately, so I don't... I also will me. run it under hot water. Mm. If, uh, and that, that's but does that... But either. what if... Of course it's not. Here's my thing with that, because yes. I always wonder about this. What if that just like gives the bacteria a head start? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it just yeah. warms them up. Yeah. 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 You should store it in your freezer every night. <laughs> it would really cost you an extra 10 seconds a day and really eliminate all bacterial concerns. Let's that might start be kind of nice, a nice cold toothbrush yeah. with that minty yeah. toothpaste. Yeah. 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 Basically like a refreshing. popsicle. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Yeah. Or it could hurt your teeth. Oh, yeah. It could, but then that's where the hot water comes in. Hey, hey. Boom. Warm right. it up. Get it just how you like it. Great. So now yeah, it takes it was- us an hour and a half to brush our teeth, but it's worth it. <laughs> well, worth it. Get out of there, bacteria. After you make 16 trips up and down the stairs right. to yes. get the light switches in the right position. My so- lights are all off. My toothbrush is in the freezer. I'm going to sleep now. I mean, has, any, has anybody ever gotten sick or anything and been like, yeah, I brushed my teeth with a dirty toothbrush? No, you, you, that's the thing. You wouldn't know. You didn't. You wouldn't know. It's it never happen. quite so clean as when you take an... Uh, uh, you f- you fly to New York, throw up three times, and think that's because I fished a piece of lettuce out of the garbage disposal. <laughs> that's I'm lucky in that way. But this loose toothbrush in the bag, I'll bet, uh, doesn't immediately equate to like oh, I'm sick. Mm-hmm. You know, but like, and if anything, you're supposed to be exposed to more germs and things like that to build up your immune system. Yeah. So maybe you guys should do that when you travel with Elliot as he, you know, up until maybe age five. Yeah, really expose him to a lot of that sort of stuff. Yeah. I feel like we are. I think we're pretty good. We we don't do Purell. Like there are, you he know, puts all sorts of things in his mouth. Yeah, Sometimes perfect. I think that I'm a little, I'm definitely too lax about. We don't that. sterilize good. everything. I, there are parents who have those sterilizer bags and no, they put all their stuff no, in there. No, 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 I don't want that to exist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. Oh, you guys keep his baby bottle in the storm drain. That's yeah. healthy. <laughs> yep, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. That's right. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, we've. Been pre- yeah, because I want him to have a bad health- about it. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Way to definitely go. horrible parents. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no, I want him to have a healthy immune system. So um, well, he'll drop his pacifier on the ground, and I then never kind of brush it. it off. Yeah, but I don't, being, I don't. I don't. We were at do the, the the aquarium, aquarium yesterday, and he, and he dropped ate it on penguin the- poop. Yeah, nice. He dropped it on the <laughs> ground. His pacifier on the ground, and I picked it up and gave it back to him. And I thought after I thought, oh, parents probably thought I was a shitty parent there just now, but nah. It's fine. So, Daniel, you said that you've become less concerned with germs. What does this mean? I just don't really think about that at all. But did you before? um, Maybe a little more than I do now. I just, I'm, I think since having a kid, I think it's just, uh, you know, like eating something off the floor or whatever just doesn't bother me as much as maybe it would have. Yeah. Yeah. You know? 
as uh, now that I know I'm in good company, have you guys ever been in public? You dropped your food. And normally in your house, you'd immediately pick it up and keep eating it. Oh, like, yeah. <sighs> Yeah, I think I'm. I'm at the point now. Where I probably would eat it. Yeah, in public. Yeah, exactly. I don't care. Like I was, I was reading a, a thing on some website where it was like, is it gross that um I suck the boogers out of my kids, my baby's nose? Uh, you what know, the f- that is gross. Though. Well, or do they mean the, the little squeezy sucker? thing? Well, no. Like if you, she didn't have a squeezy thing, the problem is if the the kid oh, is oh man, if the kid People is still nursing, that listen, <laughs> too much. <laughs> listen, We're so sorry. Listen, if the, if the baby is nursing. Yeah. Uh, and they have a stuffed nose, they'll they'll dehydrate because they can't latch on. They yeah. can't eat or drink. So they'll quickly dehydrate. You'll have to take them to the hospital. I love that Jeff is lifting his headphones off as if now <laughs> yeah. he won't hear yeah. Daniel. So now what we have... It's, it's just a little less direct into my brain. <laughs> we have squeegees, those little squeegee things, and you have like nose fritas. But if you didn't have those, the old-fashioned way... W- was to just oh god suck it sorry out. And that you to make it son <laughs> <laughs> honestly no, we got a family <laughs> plot back behind this farmhouse it's it, it doesn't seem gross to me now i mean it's gross but it's like it does seem gross to me well you actually did eat his boogers oh, i haven't you're the one person at this table who has eaten a baby booger all right Allow me to explain. There's a device called the nose Frida, which is, it has a filter in it. Right. But you do, it's like a tube. You put. Nose Fritos? Is that? Nose Frida. Boogers? Nose Frida. It's Scandinavian. You can't eat just one. Has a little Uh, unibrow. uh, So you put the tube right right at his nostril and mm-hmm. then there's this thing like a little tube that, and you suck it and it pulls yeah, but it has a filter so but that it, any it doesn't go it pulls everything out but, you but don't it's get... still gross it is still gross because it collects oh is it, it? A... no <laughs> I guess now that you mentioned that it, that does sound kind of gross but Allison took the <laughs> hang filter on, out hang on hang on hang on because it all collects in a tube and it's disgusting <laughs> So what? Oh, okay, yeah, now you explain it. Okay, you had to walk me through it, but yeah. now I'm on board now. Okay. What do you think soy sauce is made out of? So one time, and it's like kids hate it. So it's a very miserable thing all around, but you do have to do it because they can't suck if they're Sit still, son, I didn't suck your dang boogers out <laughs> yeah. of your head. It's supposed to be gentler than those bulb syringes. Oh, okay. Um, it, as it turns out, he could handle the bulb syringe better. But anyway, one time... So I was home alone with him and I had to do it and I just like did it quickly and as I was doing it I'm like why does it taste salty? <laughs> oh god. And that's when I realized <laughs> I believe this is the first time you did it cuz you didn't know about the- That's when I realized I had forgotten to put the filter in. Uh, so guys, I- I'm going to need to put a disclaimer <laughs> on future discussions. <laughs> this is a threshold for me. <laughs> All right, we can move on. <laughs> Man, it was salty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you seem oh, so... Oh, you don't say when you suck boogers out of a human face. They're a little salty. Oh, yeesh. <laughs> Poor anyway. Timmy's sweating. He's so gross now. <laughs> yeah. I, and we all are. Everybody's gross. I... I concur. <laughs> it's like it's uh, funny we talk about so much gross stuff, but this, <laughs> but for me too, this yeah. is truly. <laughs> Honey, why are you drizzling Tabasco sauce on our son's upper lip? <laughs> I'm about to get me some nice. <laughs> oh, stop! Mm. Everyone is. No one's going to come back to the show ever, including the listeners. I feel like there are parents out there that are 
relatable. with me on this. <laughs> Something Ugh. happens when you become a parent. It just isn't as gross as it is. No, but to you, it is. That's the, that's what I was. I was like, I love him so much. I'm grossed out by this aspect of him. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that doesn't not it doesn't gross me out. I think there are probably uh, like the poop grosses me out. Although it's funny because now your everyone kids, is about to barf. So just be well, careful. Well, I would just say this: the the smell of your own kids' stuff is not as offensive as the smell of another kid's stuff, and huh. it's weird. Hmm. Yeah, you know, it's like okay, yeah, it's like ugh, it's gross. But then another kid, same age, same business, you're like, oh my god, what is wrong with your <laughs> <Yeah>. child? <laughs> you know? Uh, JMO fan says it's when I eat something that's bad for me I like to drink a lot of water afterwards like I'm washing all the bad stuff out of my body smart I don't I don't do that though I hesitated to even read something involving eating or drinking (laughs) I think they're meaning meaning maybe like a big like meatball sandwich or something yeah exactly yeah uh yeah but it's preventative for tomorrow so that I'm not like just a raisin of dehydration. Right. Um, Laura Craycraft says, I reappropriate sayings from the show to cope with difficult work situations. I work in a call center, and if a caller is rude to me, I say in my head, that fool is eager. <laughs> <laughs> Gives me a mental chuckle. That fool is eager. <laughs> That's good. That's fun. That. And lastly, Sunlit Cactus says, when there are more than two of a famous family, uh, e.g. Arquettes, Kardashians, they seem to be endless. Like, I feel like there is an infinite amount of Baldwin brothers. Turns out there are four. Hemsworths and um, Skarsgards. Skarsgards. There was a new Skarsgard that came into yeah. the picture today. And I was yeah. like, are they just... They just unveiled a new one. They just find... <laughs> they're like, hey, are you, you're happily teaching kindergarten? You know, we your brothers are doing great. Let's get you in them. I feel like they just... Your name has some attraction to audience go, you know, audience yeah. people. Is that what happens, or is is the new one the one who was in it, or is there even no, another one? There's a new one in Westworld, and then yeah. there's another one who's like a model or something. Hmm. Hmm. There's like four Skarsgards. Yeah, and Peter's not any of them because he's a Sarsgard. Yeah, I only recently no, realized he's, that he's not even related. He doesn't. At all. I know. <laughs> I know. So there's Eric from True Blood. Yes. There's the one who's the clown in it. Uh huh. And then. Who Big are the other ones? Lies. Was one in? Um, he's the he's the true. Oh yeah, he's the true blood guy. Okay. Wait, is one was it one in a beautiful mind? I don't know. I don't know. There's one, yeah. There's one I think is a model, and then there's the one that's on um on Westworld. Westworld. Who does yeah. he play on Westworld? He's the um the like president of operations or the the COO. Yeah, he's like the, he's most, the COO yeah. who comes in to like clean things up. Yeah. Right. Um and uh, you watching Westworld? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then there's the Hemsworths. Unlimited Hemsworths. <laughs> but there's like diminishing... With any of these families, it's always when a new one's unveiled, it's always a little bit less quality. Oh, it's like the mean? Baldwins. They yeah. got down to where I think it was people that didn't even really have all facial features. The, the last Baldwin was the was the guy in Weird Science that uh, Bill Paxton turned into. <laughs> um, yeah, I just... Although... And then that's the one everyone will say is their favorite because they're trying to be contrarian. Yes, it's nobody's favorite. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone thinks Stephen is their favorite. Is Stephen the last one or is it Daniel? I think Daniel Daniel Baldwin was the last one. Mm -hmm. He was the last Baldwin. Oh, I thought he's... 
on the older side. Yeah, but he was the last to be unveiled. Oh, oh, I see. You're us. talking about gotcha. Last to us, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where he's still waiting to break through. <laughs> Daniel's still working on it. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. got some things that he's working on. Didn't right. he, script. Didn't he do <laughs> Sliver? I have. I literally Sharon Stone. He was in Homicide. He was good on Homicide. Okay. All right, guys. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm glad we got that settled. Maybe he was also in Backdraft. Maybe. That sounds right. There was definitely a Baldwin in Which one? I think we're on to the next generation of Baldwins. Isn't... Um, Hilaria popping out kids? Yes. No, no, but isn't Alex's <laughs> daughter... Haley Baldwin. Haley's doing oh, stuff now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is she the one that he called a yes. little pig? Yeah. 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 I think she's the host on Drop the Mic. Does that mm-hmm. sound right? Oh. Yeah. We know Jensen Carp does that show. We know, I mean, we know that fact. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Um... You guys, I feel bad about um, pushing everyone's vomit button. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm the one who did it. Well, I feel bad for you. you I mean, you I feel bad on behalf of you. Apology accepted. <laughs> I actually started, my whole body started throbbing, and I actually broke out in a sweat. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, it's fun, though, to be like, I kept it down. I feel good. I feel like yeah, I won. Yeah. I had a little victory here today. <laughs> Nothing happened. Never have kids. <laughs> it's, it's nonstop, just bodily fluids you just you gotta stop from ever getting <laughs> not being descriptive interrogated and they're you know pulling out my fingernails could i keep the evidence to myself after today P- potentially yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely <laughs> you guys are all I stronger than anything you. yeah no i feel bad this my intention is to talk about it in a fun way not a visceral disgusting way well you shouldn't mm, have invited yeah, me on the I, show <laughs> we were still having a good time yeah. sure there's there's no way to discuss that without it being disgusting yeah. so well, great. I'd like to talk about, you know, <laughs> using a little tube and getting <laughs> in a very <laughs> elegant way. They have a version of oh, the so Nose Frida, the company. They yeah. have one where for called kids the with windy. gas called the windy where you stick you stick it up the tush. You don't suck anything. And you, <laughs> you suck the wind. You don't suck the That's what I've been doing, honey. Is that not no, no, we didn't get this one, but I yeah. think it's just to release the gas. So it's like you're you're Oh, creating a, uh, an air hole. I'm familiar with those. Yeah, I have one that has like seven holes at the end. You can play like a loop, like a little. He should. It plays like Twinkle Twinkle Little That'd Stars. That'd be a lot of fun. You'd have a lot of fun with that. Loved the recorder, you guys. It was super uncool at my school to like recorder class. Everyone complained about having to go to recorder class, but I fucking loved it, and I was so yeah. good at it. Freestyling off of hot cross buns. Mm-hmm. Sure. What would you, what would you do with a drunken sailor? That That's was the only one favorite. I remember we did. Yeah. Or those weird like Baroque religious tunes <laughs> that were written for the recorder. You guys, thank you so much for coming on the show. Again, apologies for making your file rise. Um, Jeff, where do we find you? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. And also the big exciting news is that I got back one of the greatest jobs I ever had in my life. My first job out of high school. I will be a roadie for the Dead Milkman West Coast <gasps> show. Oh, no way. So cool. right. so, nice. uh, if you're Solana Beach or two shows at the Terragram Ballroom here in Los Angeles, come on out and say hi. And I absolutely cannot get you on the guest list. <laughs> That's so cool. That's awesome. That's I'm, really I'm neat. shockingly excited about it. That's really cool. When are these shows? Is this going to affect our schedule? Fill me in. <laughs> no, I'm just, everything's fine. Okay. <laughs> Wonderful. Daniel? Uh, you can find me at Daniel Quants, Twitter and Instagram. D Quants on the snappy. Oh, God. Prostate finger. 
And you can listen to me jibber-jabber about Westworld on the Watching Hour podcast. And I'm going to be getting... No, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Renee? Uh, Yes, uh, Renee Culver on Twitter. Can I Pet Your Dog is my podcast. And then real quick, I want to plug my friend Julie's podcast. She got a new podcast called Cut Off Jeans. She's adopted. Jeans with the G. Uh, Talks all about DNA testing. It's a lot of fun. That is Uh, really cool. Cut Off is one word. So if you're into that, go check it out. Nice. Dave? I'll be at the Comedy Works South in Denver, Colorado, June 14th through 16th, opening for my friend Chad Daniels. Otherwise, you can't find me. Turn out, Denver. <laughs> Denver, please. Denver fans. We go, this. go see David. Yes, He's funny. It. I'll take my business elsewhere. <laughs> fans, you don't realize this listening, but David is funny. We've heard him say a funny <laughs> thing. He's really funny on stage. Once the mics go yeah. on, it's gone. But yeah. once they turn well, them off, time it's hilarious. Script it out and write down my little skits. <laughs> yeah. He yes. puts it together, is what we're saying. <laughs> Try my little heart out. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Follow me on Instagram at Allison Rosen. Uh, send us your just me or everyone's at A R I Y N B F hashtag JMO. All the other stuff you're looking for, go to AllisonRosen.com. Thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Allison Rosen is your new best friend.